Well, here we go again. Another night, and again, I got to watch this violence, this anarchy, this chaos on our streets in Sioux. And this time it's in Louisville, Kentucky. So here's the big thing. They're out there protesting and rioting. And I wouldn't even call it protesting anymore because there's chaos. There's anarchy yet again. But who do you think these protesters, as they're called, are taking their cues from? This is all Democrat Party the last four years. This is what we've seen from the Democrats. The Democrats have been rioting in Congress, in the Senate. That's where these people are getting their their motive from. You know, the motivation to get out there and destroy another city, it's all from the Democrats. We have watched for four years. The Democrat Party has never, ever come to the realization that they lost the 2016 election. So what do they do? When something doesn't go their way, they have to destroy the entire system. So look at the Supreme Court, how Republicans are going to get, whether it be Coney Barrett or Lagoyas, either one of them, they're going to get them, that uh, woman, whoever it is, confirmed on the Supreme Court. So what do Democrats have to do in response to that? Destroy the Constitution. They have to amend it. They have to make sure that because they lost, it's not their fault. No, it's not because people reject their insane, radical leftist policies. People reject them as politicians because they've had enough of Chuck Schumer. They've had enough of Nancy Pelosi. I mean, the AOC just started and already this country has had enough of her. They don't realize that they're this small majority throughout this entire country. The whole country is not the Twitter box. It's not the Instagram. You know, it's not a, people that don't have anything better to do with their lives than just go on social media. It's not all New York City, San Francisco, L.A. That is how the Democrats view this entire country, that everyone in these big, major, Democrat-controlled liberal cities that vote for them, they think that that's a true reflection of the entire country, and it's, it couldn't be anything further from the truth. So now we're seeing, oh, and by the way, excellent, two police officers shot tonight in Louisville. The president actually just tweeted now, and said praying for the two police officers that were shot tonight in Louisville, Kentucky. Federal government stands behind you and is ready to help. Spoke to Governor Andy Bashir, and we are prepared to work together immediately upon uh, request. So that's what's going on right now in Louisville. Now let me sort of explain and give the context behind why they're out there. Okay, so we had the verdict come down today as far as the... Um, grand jury uh went as far as the charges for um brianna taylor so brianna taylor basically here's the background behind the story with brianna taylor so she was dating a guy jamarcus glover was his name that was her ex-boyfriend or ex-boyfriend now he was there was um allegations against him on uh, drugs and you know crime charges and things like that so what he did, what Jamarcus Glover did, was list Brianna Taylor's um, apartment or house, whatever it was, and said um, that 
uh, that was his address. That's where he was living. So basically, the cops had to go there. And, and by the way, they had a what is called a no-knock warrant. So they could just forcibly go in. They had the right to do so. But they, they, they didn't even do that. I mean, one of the neighbors to Breonna Taylor's um, uh, apartment or house uh, literally said that they heard, they heard the cops identify themselves. So the cops, and they still knocked on the door. Like I said, they didn't have to. But the cops went in. There was three of them. Uh, the one that got uh, charged today was, uh, that was officer, his name is um, Brett Hankinson. He was fired um, in June. So he was indicted today on three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, by the way. Geez, my uh, throat's going here. It's quite late tonight. Um, so... The grand jury, um, it says here, not, uh, neither the grand jury nor the presiding judge either um, elaborated on any more of, uh, of the charges. So the other two cops, and this is this is why everyone's so upset. So what happens is, uh, let, here, let me, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Like I said, a lot of breaking news tonight going on surrounding this. So the cops go in. Kenneth Walker is Breonna Taylor's current well was uh, her boyfriend and so here's the thing they go in to the bedroom kenneth walker is the guy who shoots at the cops first it wasn't the police officers that fired the first round it was kenneth walker brianna taylor's boyfriend now with, with the shooting occurred uh unfortunately and this is a tragedy don't you know get me wrong or anything this is a total tragedy and it's sad and it's upsetting and it's heartbreaking that brianna taylor is dead because she didn't do anything wrong um you know other than obviously associate and be uh you know girlfriend with this with this criminal by the way he's like a, a drug dealer as well this kenneth walker he fires the first shots at the cops and brianna taylor um gets shot you know the while the uh skirmish is going on so now we got rioting out there because here's the thing uh for some oh and by the way the president had to leave his um news briefing early for uh, an emergency phone call um about the brianna um taylor situation he said uh earlier that he will be speaking to the governor that's um andy Bashir, and he says we have a call schedule i understand he's called up the national guard that's a good thing it'll all work out and then he said um i'll have to i have to leave for an emergency uh phone call like i said regarding the whole brianna taylor situation and what we're seeing right now right in front of our very eyes yet again another night of rioting of so-called protest i mean you got two police officers shot it's it, the whole narrative by the way that the mainstream media has put in front of our eyes about cops being racist right and cops targeting black people what does lebron james say that cops are are literally hunting black people it couldn't be anything further from the truth police officers do not go out and when they're doing their jobs they don't go out there targeting anybody they don't want to kill anybody. I mean, they don't want to lose their lives themselves. 
any one of the three officers involved in the shooting that uh, uh, it led to Breonna Taylor's death, where they're being shot at by Kenneth Walker, any one of those three officers could have gotten shot and killed by Kenneth Walker. It easily could have happened. Police officers have one of the hardest jobs in this entire country. They want to go home just like the people that they have to speak to, that they have to investigate, that they have to deal with throughout their shifts. They want to go home. They all, Every single one of them wants to go home with their life. You know, like I said, anyone who's involved in, in, in any sort of um, police altercation. But, you know, you show me one bad cop as far as Derek Chauvin goes. I'll show you 1,500 good cops who are out there to serve and protect our communities and keep us safe. So now we got two officers shot tonight in Louisville. You know, the, this violence against cops has absolutely got to stop you know i even saw a video of this there's this couple um and they're i mean they're literally just eating dinner and for some reason these protesters and this was in um saint pete uh they, they just they join them at the table forcibly and just start you know protesting them i mean what is eating now, Edith is going out to dinner and eating. What is, is that racist for some reason now? You know, it's a total, it's just, it's media irresponsibility. And it's the Democrat Party refusing to condemn any of these actions. But it all stems, it all comes from the Democrat Party. You know, for some reason, and most of the, the uh, so-called protesters that we're seeing are very, very young. Well, I would say to the parents, yeah, you, your kids don't have any respect whatsoever for law enforcement, for any laws, for any other people. You parents are total failures. You have totally failed this country by allowing these kids to grow up this way. The same thing goes for the teachers that have been teaching them. You know, we see in colleges now, we have one that was, we had an assistant, um, professor saying that she wishes that the trump administration would just die before the election we had another one uh close by to me here in buffalo in rochester an assistant principal literally saying f the police you know these teach they have such a responsibility to help grow nurture raise america's hope and america's future and some of them are just so awful and terribly bad at their jobs. Allowing kids to grow up like this and get out there. Oh, and by the way, did you, did you see this U-Haul truck? Which is, I mean, there's a parked U-Haul with um, supplies and signs. Henny Rogers um, points it out on the Twitter box. Just, I mean, they're packing supplies. These are people, they're, they're paid protesters they're paid to do this stuff and you and the big question behind it all well i've heard it so many times before oh well who's funding all this who's funding all this we know the answer it's george soros it's big time democrat donors who again don't like this country make no mistake about it 
the JFK Democrats, the working class Democrats who, you know, really just wanted to raise their family and figured that the Democrat Party was the party of the middle class, of the working class. That's no more. All those JFK Democrats are now conservatives, are now going to vote for Donald Trump. You know, how can anyone possibly have any trust at all that Joe Biden is going to keep this country safe? Wait till I get to that. You know what? Let's get to it right now. And now you've heard on this program before about Hunter Biden, about how in December um, 2013, Hunter and Joe met with the president of China. Now, in December fourteenth, uh, literally ten days later, Hunter's company gets a one point five billion dollar deal with a subsidiary of the Chinese government's Bank of China. You've heard that before. I've gone through it um before. Now, listen to this. This just came out today. GOP-led committees release interim report on Hunter Biden and Burisma probe. The Senate Homeland Security and Finance Committees on Wednesday released an interim report on their months-long joint investigation into Hunter Biden's role on the board of a Ukrainian natural gas firm, Burisma Holdings. Now that, he was appointed to the board of Burisma Holdings. Again, when he had no experience with oil, with energy, with gas, and he doesn't even speak the Ukrainian language. That was in April of 2014. Now remember, it was in March of 2016 after the New York Times in 2015 tipped Joe Biden off and said, hey, there's this prosecutor, uh, Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, that's investigating Hunter and Burisma Holdings. You, you might want to do something about it there, Mr. Vice President. And then you had Biden March of 2016. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving here in uh, six hours and... Uh, yeah, now if you don't you don't fire that prosecutor, uh, you're not gonna get a billion taxpayer dollars. And what did he say? Well, son of a b, they fired him. So this report came out today and was uh, looking into that. Um, and his alleged Hunter Biden's alleged extensive and complex financial transactions. Homeland Security uh, Committee Chairman Ron Johnson, Senator from uh, Wisconsin, by the way. And uh, Chuck Grassley, Finance um, Committee Chairman, said their investigation had faced many obstacles from Democrats on their committees and that executive agencies, quote, failed to comply with document requests. Now listen to this as far as the report goes. Senate report, the one that I'm talking about with Hunter Biden, links Hunter Biden to prostitution or human trafficking ring. Are you kidding me? This is the vice president's son. At the time, the vice president's son. Hunter Biden, this is in the New York Post, if you want to read it, by the way. Hunter Biden allegedly sent thousands of dollars to people who appear to be involved in the sex industry. The report claims unspecified records show that Biden has sent funds to non-resident alien women in the United States who are citizens of, go figure, Russia and Ukraine, and who have had subsequently wire funds um, that have received uh, from Hunter Biden to individuals located in Russia and Ukraine. The records also note that some of these transactions are linked to what appears to be an Eastern European, listen to this, 
prostitution or human trafficking ring. The allegations are contained in a footnote to a section of the report that details potential criminal concerns and extortion threats involving Hunter Biden and other members of the Biden family. Records on file with the committees do not directly confirm or refute these individual reports, the report says. But listen to this. However, they do confirm that Hunter Biden sent thousands of dollars to individuals who have either won been involved in transactions consistent with possible human trafficking to an association with the adult entertainment industry or three potential association with prostitution unbelievable now compare this right insert the name donald trump jr or eric trump or ivanka trump what do you think would happen it would be front page news you could well, you wouldn't stop hearing about this it'd be all over abc cbs nbc let alone fake news cnn and msdnc it would be all over the three where you're supposed to get straight news reporting where you can't even go to there to get straight news reporting anymore it would be everywhere there but you're rarely you're you're not going to hear about this the mainstream media could care less about this. Now listen to this. There's more in this report. Hunter Biden received $3.5 million wire transfer from Russian billionaire. Hunter Biden received a $3.5 million wire transfer from Elena Baterina, who is supposedly the richest woman in Russia and the widow of Yuri Luxkov, who was the former mayor of moscow uh baterina is referenced in the report um addressing her payment to biden's investment firm in early um 2014 baterna became russia's only female billionaire when her plastics company inteco received a series of moscow municipal contracts while her husband was the mayor i mean this to me sounds pretty corrupt the report described her involvement with Biden as a financial relationship, but declined to delve deeper into why the wire transfer um, was made. The probe also found that Baterina sent 11 wire transfers between May and December 2015 to a bank account belonging to BAK USA, a tech startup that filed for bankruptcy in March 2019. That also involving hunter biden what the chairman discovered during the course of this investigation is that the obama administration this is the cherry on top knew that hunter biden's position on the burisma board was problematic and did interfere in the efficient execution of policy with respect to ukraine so there you go folks all that this report is so damning for Joe and for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, by the way, who is all, you know, he's a crackhead. He's all drugged up. He's a junkie. You know, he had to leave the um, armed forces because of it. It, it. He is just, this is the, the best way I can describe him is a cracked out drug scumbag. He really well and truly is. And for some reason, it was just totally fine for Joe Biden to cover for him 
and for him to profit so much on so many different foreign countries, all apart where Joe Biden knew this was all going on. But yet, for some reason, he's allowed to go into the media and say, no, 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 I didn't know anything about this. Now, he got questioned today. And every single time he gets questioned about it, he gets angry about it. He said, no, 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 there's nothing bad here. Any, you know, any important person says that there is nothing going on here. Well, no, that's not true whatsoever. We've been raising concerns about this. I've been yelling about Hunter Biden. You know, since early this year, you know, what what have the, the Biden family as a whole is so totally, incredibly corrupt. It's beyond, it's beyond ridiculous. Remember Hunter Biden does the interview on ABC and he's being asked, you know, how you, you really, there's nothing here that says you should be on this board. You think maybe, uh, let's see, your last name, you think maybe because your last name is Biden, that had something to do with it? Uh, well, 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 probably, yeah, probably that's got something to do with it. It had everything to do with it. This is a corrupt man, a drugged out scumbag, and a corrupt vice president, at the time, the second most powerful person in the entire world. And this is what he was doing making sure that his son had millions and millions of dollars all while lying about it don't trust this guy can't you can't trust joe biden 47 years he's been in politics as far as the president's new saying goes 47 months donald trump has done more for this country than biden ever has now this is good news and this i i don't care what side of the aisle you're on when you hear something like this, you should be thinking, wow, this is probably good. Maybe we could get back to our lives. Maybe we can have a somewhat regular fall, given that our summer was totally destroyed, totally taken away from us. It's in the Daily Caller. Johnson & Johnson begins final stage of testing for its single-dose COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, and they started uh, its final round of testing today. The study is one of the most expansive to occur so far, involving 60,000 volunteers across the United States, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Peru, Mexico, and South Africa. The vaccine is the latest to begin its final testing phase, joining candidates, uh, uh, candidates developed by Moderna, Remember Moderna? Oh, Lord, remember when Moderna said, wow, we might have something here, and the media said, don't you dare! Don't you dare give anyone false hope. But they said, like, don't you dare give anyone false hope. You know, with the mask on. They had to put their mask on. For, no, no, um, it was the, the Reuters report or something, Jeff uh, Mason or whatever. No, no, Mr. President, I'd be more confident if I could keep my mask on. Total joke. Anyway, they crucified Moderna. Philip John Ward on this very program, I'll tell you right now, was saying, why are we saying this is bad? This is good news for anyone in the country, anyone in the world. And Fizzer's involved as well, not to demean uh, or bring down Fizzer, by the way. They're doing a fantastic job. Uh, they joined them as the only vaccine that would be administered 
as a single dose. We want to do everything we can without sacrificing safety or efficacy to make sure that we end up with vaccines that are going to save lives. Director of National Institute of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, um, was saying that. By the way, this isn't a daily call. It was um, originally in the AP. President Donald Trump has floated the possibility of a vaccine before Election Day. Despite, there you go, despite health officials in his administration saying that a vaccine is unlikely to be completed and distributed before mid-2021. That was all, uh, by the way, Fauci is just, you know, he, oh Lord, I, at some point in time, I'm like, oh my God, Fauci. He, by the way, Fauci all in for Joe Biden. Fauci the flip-flopper, by the way. He, he, it's always bad news. You ever notice that? It's always bad news with Dr. Fauci. When it's good news, yeah, immediately he's got a flip-flop on it. But I want to keep on the subject of the president because the president today, Trump and uh, Donald Trump, Mike Pence, president and vice president, announced new sanctions on Cuba at Bay of Pigs Memorial. President Donald Trump, vice president Mike Pence, announced new sanctions against Cuba during an event memorializing veterans of the Bay of Pigs operation uh, today. Trump reiterated that the U.S. will not lift sanctions until the Cuban regime grants certain freedoms to uh, its people, and Pence announced that the administration is drafting new sanctions against the regime to be levied in the near future. The sanctions will prohibit U.S. travelers from staying at properties owned by the Cuban government, as well as further restricting the import of Cuban alcohol and tobacco. Donald Trump, the president, said we will not lift sanctions until all political prisoners are freed, freedoms of assembly are respected, all political parties are legalized, and free elections are scheduled. By the way, this canceled Obama's decisions to end sanctions against Cuba. Uh, that was in June 2017. Oh, and by the way, the president got the uh, endorsement of the Bay of Pigs Veterans Association today as he did in 2016. I want to continue on the topic of the president. A lot of straight news that I got to get through today. You know, normally at this point, I'm rambling on about my opinions on um, the different things that are going on in the world. Um, you know, and by the way, still monitoring what's going on uh, with Kentucky right now, Louisville. Anyway, as we continue, Trump to sign executive order requiring all babies born alive to get medical care. Again, folks, Maybe the biggest pro-life president we've ever seen. President Trump announced on Wednesday that he will sign an executive order to ensure that all babies born alive receive medical care, including those that survive abortions or are born prematurely. Uh, and uh, today I am announcing that I will be signing the Born Alive Executive Order to assure that all precious babies born alive, no matter their circumstances, receive the medical care that they deserve. Compare that. This is easy enough. Compare that with Ralph Northam in Virginia, the governor of Virginia. Oh, well, after the baby's born, um, then will, you know, a, a, a conversation will then ensue between the mother and and the uh the physician and uh you know we're gonna see if we kill it or not that's how disgusting the democrats are at this point with the whole infanticide thing i witnessed it myself and uh here in new york state the new york state assembly is clapping and cheering oh my god this is great as far as abortions and late-term abortions that my god they loved when they did that so incredibly disgusting let me add this by the way 
because I just saw this tweet from Candace Owens. Um, she says, uh, reiterating what our uh, the top story is with uh, what's going on now with the whole Breonna Taylor um, and what the you know the grand jury uh, decided uh, today with uh you know with you know not having murder charges which okay and and by the way the protesters that are out there that's what they wanted i mean they wanted these cops to go to jail they wanted their lives to be destroyed they wanted them to be locked up forever that's what they wanted that's what the democrat party does the democrat party tries to destroy lives and careers i've never seen a party who doesn't believe in freedom of speech any less than the democrat party it's totally disgusting Candace Owens says cops did knock on the door. Brianna's boyfriend fired first. She was not sleeping. Black Lives Matter does not care about facts. They seek to riot and loot and are now holding America under siege. Our DOJ should be investigating this domestic terrorist organization. Oh, and by the way, so let me um, get back to uh, um, the president. <laughs> He's on today. He's doing this press conference and you got you know criticisms of the pre criticism from the pre uh, of uh, the president from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle which you know I, can you believe the way that this Prince Harry guy gets dragged around by Meghan Markle I mean you think that he was the one marrying into the royal family the way she treats him it's downright disgusting uh, and he said I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's gonna need it and my God, he is dealing with a nightmare. God bless him for that. But anyway, let me get back to the Supreme Court. Uh, like I said, Saturday, 5 o'clock, we'll get the announcement. Uh, it, it, it probably Coney Barrett or Lagoyas. We'll find out which uh, one of the two um, the president chooses. All you need to know, basically, is it is another conservative, constitutionalist, originalist opinion on the court. In, in other terms, 6-3 in the Republicans' favor, conservatives' favor, on the Supreme Court. And, you know, I say in the favor, I really mean that they're going to interpret the Constitution for what it is. They're not going to be an activist judge, uh, much like Ruth Bader Ginsburg was an activist judge. Mitch McConnell. Yesterday, Senator Schumer decided not to want to do the voice. Senator Schumer decided to vent his frustration by blocking a bipartisan intelligence committee meeting on counterintelligence with a leading expert on protecting our elections. How about that? A partisan temper tantrum is one thing, which we've seen for four years now. Jeopardizing national security is a different story. Here's the evidence. Washington Free Beacon. Senate Democrats block intel hearing on Chinese-Russian election interference. Senate Democrats block the chamber's intel committee from receiving a classified briefing on efforts by Russia and China and Iran so far away to interfere in the 2020 presidential elections. Bill Evanino, the nation's top election security official, and director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center was scheduled to give a briefing yesterday to members of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. That closed-door hearing, however, was canceled by Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who reportedly stopped the briefing over a frustration due to GOP efforts to confirm a new Supreme Court justice following the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What? Does the Supreme Court and the nominees have anything to do 
with a counterintelligence briefing on China Russian interference along with Iran so far away. What? How can you possibly connect those two? This is Chuck Schumer. This is the Democrat Party. This is why you're seeing rioting. Once something doesn't go their way, they pout, they complain, they moan, they destroy things. That's the Democrat Party. That's why Lindsey Graham said it best during the Kavanaugh hearings. My God, all you want is power. And I pray to God you never get it. I've said before it's just dangerous to have Joe Biden as our president, as the leader of the free world. It's even, it's almost as dangerous to have Senate Democrats. Imagine the Democrats having control of the Senate. Imagine them keeping the House. These people, what have they done in the past four years that should give anyone any sign to vote for them? What piece of legend, what did they do? Impeach Donald Trump over abuse of power and obstruction of Congress? Oh, Pelosi says she'll impeach every day of the week because that's how they are. Never any real solutions for America like Donald Trump has put forward. We've gone through his accomplishments plenty of times on this program. And how better off we are as a country. We have a president who actually puts America first. And the Senate Democrats now, how about this? Because the Senate Republicans have no respect for the institution, we won't have business as usual here in the Senate. That's what Schumer said. He doesn't, you know, the Democrats don't care about election security. They're trying to steal the election. Mail-in voting is a total scam. If you can go to the grocery store, if you can go to work, if you can go out of your house, you can go and vote. I'm sick of coronavirus being used as an excuse to destroy this country. Okay, we're, we're, we're almost to a vaccine now with coronavirus. People in this country get on with things. They move on. When a challenge is put in front of them, we as Americans beat that challenge and move forward. We now we have a, they're literally politicizing this stupid virus that came from China, China's world war with the whole world without any violence involved. You know, that's what the Democrats are using to try to steal an election. It just, it really infuriates me. It really, really does. Let me finish the story. Bill Evanina earlier this year identified both China and Russia as waging active campaigns to sway the November election. In addition to Beijing and Moscow, Evanina said in an August security alert that Iran so far away seeks to undermine U.S. democratic institutions. By the way, uh, as far as opposing a threat to this country, I will continue to say this. There's no country that presents a broader, more comprehensive threat to America's innovation, to our economic security, and to our democratic ideas than China. Citation there, FBI Director Christopher Wray. Don't take Philip Ward's word for it. This rioting, though, that we're seeing right now in Kentucky, it has got to stop. You know, this is what the Democrat Party has taught. If things don't go your way, then you have to destroy the entire system. The reason 
that Mitch McConnell, and by the way, they're, it, it's just out of anger. That's why they're doing this. It's out of anger. Being angry solves nothing. It solves nothing. It never has. It never, ever will. The reason they're in this position is because Harry Reid got angry, destroyed the rules of the Senate, and McConnell warned them. He warned them that they were going to pay for this, that they're going to look back and see what they did was totally stupid and wrong. You know, blocking the filibuster, you know, not and going with the nuclear option where you just needed it, where you didn't need to have the, um, where you just need to have a majority, not the supermajority of the uh, 60 votes in the Senate that you needed. They just went right through it, and now they're paying for it. But there you go. This, this, what you're seeing, the rioting again. Do you see any any Make America Great Again hats out there? You think these people are supporters of Donald Trump? Absolutely not. But these pro these these rioters, this is what they were taught to do from the Democrat Party. Got Don Lemon, that moron, saying, "Blow the whole system up, pack the courts." When things don't go their way, they throw a temper tantrum. They can't get on with things. They can't get over things. And all of their actions, every single one of their actions in the last four years, should completely show the American people why. This Democrat party that we see now deserves nothing on November 3rd. Not a single thing should go their way on Election Day.